Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sam. Are you ready to talk about a cure for wellness? I am, because after all, we We are are the the Watchers of Movies. Hello. Hello. So I saw some... uh, Saw some new uh, movies. Well, one movie. Yeah. And a TV show. Me too. Did you? Mm. Interesting. What'd you see? So I saw Boston Strangler, the one with Keira Knightley. Oh, yeah. It was fine. <laughs> it, okay. Honestly, it was... Um, I, I kind of like had a couple of like uh, shower arguments with myself about it ah. because it was like this build up for this like guy that's going around and murdering people, right? And like strangling them. Is it based on a true story? Yeah. And um, the guy that they think did it ends up just like dying in prison. Like he gets killed in prison. And oh. so everyone at the end, but they're like, it, there was like this whole thing where it kind of seemed like they didn't really know if it was actually him, just that he was associated with some of the killings so it was like so did he do all of them and then at the end they're all kind of doing that thing where they're like in a bar and they're all like looking at each other like yeah we did it and i was like did you though because i kind of feel like maybe there should have been more digging i don't know it 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 wasn't it was nothing special hmm it was very kind of like... Was it on Hulu? Just direct mm-hmm. to Hulu? Yeah. yeah I but I, I I like Keira Knightley. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of her, but Carrie Coon was in it, and I like her a lot. She was in Gone Girl. She played the twin, Margot. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, I like Carrie Coon. I'm like, she's really good. So I watched it because she was in it. Kara Coon. And I just kind of... I, Kara uh, Coon, you get over here. You get over here, Kara Kara Coon. Kara Coon. Lena! <laughs> Every time. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I like Kara Knightley, so I was surprised that she was in something that I hadn't heard of. Like, I just saw yeah. a picture of it on Hulu, and I thought, Kara Knightley's in a new movie, and I've just, I'm just hearing about this? Yeah, it wasn't... Um, there may have been a reason why it just went to hulu and didn't go to theaters because it was just fine like there was just fine just fine fine he's so cute he's lying on the floor thousand yard stare being lying on the floor oh Uses I'm claws. gonna claw you that's my weezer <laughs> lying on the floor lying on the floor he's so cute <laughs> bear bear what are you doing i've come me on done <laughs> so what did you watch i watched john wick number oh, four oh in theaters yes oh my IMAX. oh my gosh so was it good it was don't spectacular. no spoilers because i do want to see this it movie. was spectacular was it it was a gore filled base fest as mike <laughs> predicted from seeing the trailer i told him afterwards uh, you guys saw it together no he hasn't seen any of oh, them okay. i saw oh, it with my really? friend reagan oh yeah. nice and uh i said after i was texting him afterwards and i said I'd be afraid to see that movie in Dolby Atmos because I think my eardrums might explode <laughs> because even in the IMAX, there was just like this bed of bass almost the whole time, but it was so fun. Oh, yeah, I bet. It was very fun. 
if I hadn't said that already. And uh, if you're a fan of the John Wick movies, go check it out. Cause yeah, it's I do like. I don't know if I saw the third one, but I like. I know I saw the first two. Oh, okay. You should yeah. see the third one. I do. I did like I them. I would the want to watch them you, again. I think you should. Yeah, you should see the third one before you watch the fourth one. Because while the movies are pretty straightforward in that they're violence mm-hmm. you know violence stacked on violence and john wick is a superhuman there's still some plot that the third one will help yeah. you assess better but yeah it's i did fun. like the plot of like the the whole like the first one i remember had like a whole almost like government of assassins which i was like this is the first time i've ever seen anything like this and this is fucking awesome yeah, it's pretty <laughs> it's good. Like, this is so cool so i really like that um I think I'd need to watch them again. Though. I would recommend it just because they're fluff, you know, so it's not yeah. meant to like stay with. Well, I mean, you know, it doesn't stay with you in that regard. So you, you want to just fill yourself in. Plus, they're just pretty fun to watch. Yeah. If they you're are into fun. that sort of, you know, I am genre, which is pretty good. And Keanu Reeves is always fun to watch. I you love know, Keanu so. Reeves. Yeah. So yeah. much better than like Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick. Yeah. He was in the second speed. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> oh like, yeah! I see what you're getting at. I was at. talking about how I was listening to um, how did this get made, and they were talking about like, and I had like mentioned to you, I had like mentioned, and this was in a previous episode that I had watched Speed Two, and there was like this whole weird relationship between him and this like 14 year old girl. Mm-hmm. So then I was listening to how did this get made, and they were like, maybe the movie should have been about the love interest between this 14 year old girl and. <laughs> Jason Patrick's character because <laughs> there was nothing between Sandra Bullock and him and yeah. it kind of seemed like he hated her so it was like I mean it, it, like there's a reason that guy doesn't have really much of a career because he's kind of lame so there's also a reason why Keanu Reeves decided not to do Speed 2 yes, I and think. I think honestly so. that was wise yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that was very wise yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, but so uh, I watched The Patient with Oh yeah, Steve Carell, yeah, mm-hmm. Donald Gleason. I've seen half of that series. Oh, but have you? Yeah, did okay. you like it? I did like it. I finished it in one day. <laughs> I pretty much just wow. Yeah, it was like ten episodes, and I just sped through them, and um, it was very intense. Well, I mean, so you've seen half of it, so then you know like mm. how intense it is. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't. The, I won't spoil anything for you if you're going to finish it, though. I thought the performances were really good. But I thought that the plot was a little bit draggy, mm-hmm. but it was worth it for Steve Carell and Dom, Dom, what is it? It's Donnell, Donnell Gleason. No, Donnell. It's Donnell. Is it? I heard is it. That I saw, that's why it? I was thinking about it. I had to remember, I saw him on a talk show and he corrected, who was it? Stephen Colbert oh. corrected him. Yeah. Donnell. It's Donnell. I never would have guessed is that. Is he Irish? Lauren, do you know who his father is? <laughs> yes, Brendan Gleeson. Is Brendan Gleeson, Gleeson Irish? I don't know. That's why what? I'm asking you. Yes, they're Irish. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, How can I talk down to you if you don't know the answer? <laughs> that makes me look bad. How can I be condescending to you? <laughs> I apologize. I loved I loved In Bruges when it Did came you? out. I still really like it, but I it was I really really loved it when it was new. And I I, I mean, remember I, not liking it. So, I uh, I think I it's know. so weird and it's like weird is a bad word it's dark but also humorous but also like a a sweet sad story set on the backdrop of this beautiful quaint uh european city and i think yeah i liked it i still really like it i 
Yeah. When I saw it, I didn't like it, but I'm wondering if I would like it now that I'm older because a lot of my tastes have changed since then. You know, and I like, mm-hmm. I tend to like the darker things now. So I don't know, but. <sighs> yeah, he's Irish. Anyway. Oh, okay. But anyway, so was that. Did you feel that way about the show, that the performances were better than the the meandering plot, or did you like both aspects? Um, I kind of liked both aspects because you're, I think, so, I mean, the entire thing takes place in one room mm-hmm. in the basement, right, um, where Steve Carell's character is being kept. So, first of all, I actually thought what was going to happen was that he was going to be like the crazy person and he was like as the um the uh psychiatrist and he was going to be like manipulating the patient and so immediately i was like wow so super wrong (laughs) i was like what what did you think that that? i have no idea I, i just kind of like i guess the trailer kind of made me think that way but then as soon as the second it starts i was like okay nope i was super wrong (laughs) about that because it's immediately you see steve carell like being you know he's he's um chained up um i thought that it was i liked it i thought it was it was very tense and i think that really like you're you're just really getting to the mindset of the psychiatrist who was like, I'm not going to survive this and or I'm going to try and do what I can to. And just this like frustration of like, because you, you were introduced to the mother, right? Yeah. So like the frustration of like the fact that the mother is upstairs and is like, oh, I can't call the police on my son. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> at some point, like, you as a response like you as the parent need to take responsibility and go like okay my son is fucking up and i need to like he needs to be in a place where he cannot hurt people anymore you know and um and 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 that was just that dynamic was so interesting too because he would also use her as like a buffer between um donald gleason's character and like what whatever was going on and again i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything because if you want to finish it i think it's worth finishing okay is what i would say cool yeah i think it's um i mean it's sad you know it's not like a happy story or anything but i i think that for the praise that it got i think yes it deserved that praise yeah nice so that's what i would say cool cool yeah so, I do you want to talk about the movie? Yeah, guess there's nothing else. Okay, I need to know what did you think of this film? I didn't care for it. Okay. Um, prior to maybe the last half hour, I might have had a more glowing review. But there's some things that happened in the last half hour that pretty much totally changed my mind, and I have a question about one of them. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you, but I don't know if you want me to wait or... Well, let me say, let me say, first of all, I apologize for choosing this film because it was so bad. Yeah. It (laughs) was was so bad. It was so bad. And I think that I experienced pretty much the same thing that you did. Like, I was on board for the first half. I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. And then it really started going downhill. And then the end, I was like... Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> I feel like there's 
there's a couple things and I'll say one right now. I think the movie would have been improved by cutting out 45 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. There's also things that have to change in addition to yeah. that. But uh, it was so long. This has been maybe the worst podcast related time of my life. Because <laughs> you and I hung out on Monday. I always watch the... I have to complain here for a second. Yeah. So I always watch the podcast movies on Mondays. Right. Well, always, most of the time. Right. I watched that Sunday, yeah. you and I made a plan to hang out on Monday, which is totally cool. But, and this is on me, I could have watched it anytime before Monday, and I just forgot. (laughs) So then I had to try to sneak it in, because on Tuesdays, I usually go to my parents' house. Right. And we're recording on Wednesday now. So Monday after you and I hung out, oh yeah, we watched um, The Emperor's Emperor's New Groove, Groove. which is very funny and very cute. I really (laughs) liked it. Yes, (laughs) I really liked it. Everybody should watch it. it. Don't watch A Cure for Wellness. Watch No, seriously, don't. Yeah, Emperor's New Groove is is so so funny. After we watched The Emperor's New Groove, I was like, well, it's only like ten fifty, so I'm gonna put the movie on and watch it. But the movie had this like um, sleeping potion effect on me, and I just kept dozing off, and then oh, I had to keep yeah, rewinding. Yeah. So I had, I thought I'd watch it from about ten fifty to midnight, get maybe the first hour, ten minutes out. I watched about twenty five minutes of the movie because I kept falling asleep and having to rewind. <laughs> yes, and then I, I rented it on Amazon, mm-hmm. and Amazon never remembered my spot, so I had to fast forward Ugh. every time. So Tuesday night, I got home from my parents' house, and I thought. I'm going to get a big chunk of this movie out of the way. And I, well, first I had to fast forward and find where I left. And then I kept dozing again. It was a nightmare. And then um, last night I kept having this recurring dream that I was trying to watch a movie and I kept (laughs) falling asleep during it. Oh, no. So it was like life imitating my dreams. It was the weirdest thing. I woke up early this morning because I usually go to the pool in the mornings so instead of going to the pool, I was like, I have to finish this movie. And uh, I still didn't finish it because the dang thing is two hours and 25 yes, minutes it long. Yes, it is. It's and too long. so I had to watch the last 30 minutes after work today. So it's just been like, and this is all my fault. I mean, this is first <sighs> world pro- This is the definition of first world problems. It's all my fault. You know what? It's not it your fault. Been, it's Gore Verbinski's yeah, fault. <laughs> it would have been, um, it would not have been a nightmare week if the movie had been easier to watch. This yeah. movie took so long to tell a pretty simple story. Right. It overcomplicated the story. Oh, my god! To the point where and I was reading the Wikipedia article and I was like, oh, so I did miss a huge section, even though I was paying attention. Yeah. I still was like, wait, what? How do they do this? You yeah. know? And so I read the Wikipedia page and then they were like, oh, this is how it happened. And I was like, OK, so they could have literally just like like just said that or something it's, yeah like they instead of overly complicating it so yeah. many long drawn out sections of the movie where you're just watching this guy hobble around on crutches right. i know that was i was so, like okay yeah we get it he's I mean, on crutches like but like i said before the before the last half hour i might have given them a little bit more leeway and been like you know i I appreciated the atmosphere they were trying to create but now i'm like nope burn it to the ground i I don't like it so (laughs) i assume i totally agree i already kind of figured that you didn't like it it i did not like it (laughs) i thought it was um i was kind i mean i think it it was a similar experience where i was like the again the first half i was on board and then it just really went downhill and it got very stupid and 
disgusting. I mean, and disgusting. And like I there like the end scene, that like attempted rape scene, I was laughing because I was so uncomfortable. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. no, I don't even know. Like, I thought it was funny. No, I was okay, like I was, it was you so, shocked me just then. Yes, it yeah, was it was so, so uncomfortable. weird and uncomfortable that this I started laughing. Like, I didn't know how to react. I was like no. <laughs> You know what I mean? He kind of did rape her with his hand. I mean, like, I know he didn't actually, like, get his penis. Right, right. Like, he didn't make it that far. I mean, it was still sexual assault either way. He put his hand inside her. Oh, yeah. And this movie felt to me like a fetish movie disguised as an indie film. And it really started bothering me. Yeah. And I was really disgusted by it after um, the scene of her in the swimming pool. Uh Uh-huh. After that, I was like, I know what this is and and I'm not I'm not feeling right. it anymore. This is not this is not like an independent thinking film. This is a weird fetish film that they wanted to mainstream. Like, you know. Yeah, it, that's what it feels like to well, me there's because the like an overabundance of like eels to it, which I understand is part of the story. Too much body horror yeah, and eels. It, it, and it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> What's he there's doing? climbing Coat Mountain. He's on my coat. What are you doing? He needs to sniff things. Yeah. Anyway. He needs to explore. Yeah. Why is... So there was too, way too much body horror. Mm-hmm. But why is there always... And I might answer my own question later uh, in the discussion. But it seems like there's always like worms or something in body horror movies. Yeah. I and don't, this movie had eels. And I, so I was like... What is the deal? Like, why? Why is why are those things synonymous? Just because they're gross, or I don't know. Um, that's what they. I mean, I've talked about the strain before. That's what they did in the strain, which when it was the virus is our worms. You know, um, they're like I don't know, like akin to pinworms almost, or something like that. But. <laughs> I don't know. He's just sitting there staring at us. <laughs> anyway, so you were. I interrupted you. I apologize. I, he's just so you cute. Were, we can't help it. It's you like were, you were saying you the, the rape scene, the attempted rape scene, made you so uncomfortable. You were laughing. I started laughing because it was like, like he's like he's t- just he's like tying her up. Yeah, then, that's like, what I mean. Like so fetishy. Like he's tying her up and then he like shoved his hand up her skirt and he like snipped his fingers and that's where I started laughing because I was and like, oh my God. This is his daughter. Yeah. His child. <laughs> his child. And especially and said, since like he established Volmer is the character's name. Uh, he established beforehand. He's like, she may look like an adult, but she is a child. Well, that was a big point for me that I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't tell when the movie started and, and she came into it. I could not tell if she was supposed to be 14 or 20. Right. And I couldn't tell if Lockhart, the main character, the young guy played by what's his name? Dane, Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. I couldn't tell if he was drawn to her because he thought she was like a pretty adult woman or if he was drawn to her because he was like, here's an interesting child who's living in this old people's spa retreat. Because he kind of, like, when he took her, when he had her ride the bike, he kind of acted like they were, he was kind of like colluding with a child. But then he takes her to a bar and he's like, do you want a beer? And I thought, oh, so you know, she's, you think she's old enough to drink. Yeah. So I couldn't tell if he was attracted to her or if he 
felt like a big brother affection towards her and then i didn't think he was attracted to her i didn't get that vibe yeah and then when volmer said that thing that you just said about her being a child i was like yeah, she looks like she's a child. Right, yeah. Mia How Goss. old is she supposed to be? I know she was, she's like 100 years old, but I mean, how old is... Right. Like what? Because if she could serve first period, that could be 12, but he's been prolonging it, so that could be 16, 20. You know? Right, right. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think that... Well, that, so first of all, the actress Mia Goth has like an eternally youthful face. You know, she's 30, mm-hmm. but she looks oh, wow. like she's 15. Yeah. Well, this movie was made in like, what, 2014 or something? So she was in her early 20s. So, but either way, or she was 20, either way, she, she I think she still looks pretty young. You she know? does look, she looks younger than yeah. 20. Yeah, she's like, she's, yeah. So... I think that maybe you're just not supposed to know. But if she's getting her first period, then you kind of assume, okay, so she's around 14. But she's obviously not 14 because she's 100 years old. And he said 100 plus years old because it was 200 years ago that this happened. So she's like 200 years old. And Vollmer was saying that he was trying to keep her from the outside world. Right. So I think we're led to believe that like menstruation was even delayed for her right i think i mean that he said she may have the body of a woman so that makes me think she's supposed to be an adult at least 18 right but she hasn't gotten her period yet right also why is why do body horror movies why do stuff like this always sexualize young girls and sexualize getting periods i don't i don't know you did the same thing and i don't know what like it's just it's the, just some weird archaic, like, a, like, oh, baby making age or something. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I've heard a lot of theories over the years as to why um, younger women are sexualized. And um, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's just like, it's... I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer for that. Like, I wish I did, but I, I kind of am I'm like, well... It's it was more rhetorical, so don't feel like you right, have to answer right. it. But that's no, my, but I mean, like, I think it's a good question yeah. because it's kind of like I think maybe it's the it's almost like a um, fetishizing innocence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and I think that especially with young women. I mean, which are always more fetishized than young men. I don't think I've ever seen a movie that has a a boy that is, like, their sexuality is fetishized. Uh, and it could be maybe because, like, what you said, like, historically or something, women, when they got their periods, usually were, you know, married off back in, let's say, like, from, I don't know, 1900 previously whatever i don't know i don't mm-hmm. really i i Do, like way back yeah. yeah but either way i mean i think even in like the 1800s they were still married when they were around like 18 because people didn't live that long yeah then so you know it was like ideal for people to get married at a young age or women to get married or girls to get married at a young age because then they could start reproducing because they're going to end up dying by age of 42, according to the research I've been doing on the Victorian age. Um, and, you know, so, I, I don't know. I think I think it is a fetish, fetish is, 
Zation of youth and I think that you may have like hit the you know hit the the nail on the head was saying like it's this movie was like almost a fetish fetishization of youth you know and and Volmer who ends up being the Baron the entire time and the part I also left at and this was because I genuinely was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but was when he took off his face. Oh, yeah. I he had like, like a fake face, like a skin mask on. Yeah, like, and, and <laughs> like, what was, like, so when she scratched him, he was like, oh, dear, my, my forehead is scratched. I need to just pat that little piece of Because, like, face the skin down. started sagging a little bit. Right, and then, but then later, he, like, just, he, like, took it off as if he was just taking off, like, a, like, a piece of, like, crepe papers like it was just like so easy pretty weird and i was like okay and why was his face green goo underneath right it would be red or pink well yeah and that's what in the wikipedia page they said it was supposed to show off his burns well burns don't look like that you know like not and definitely not after 200 years like green goo after it's burned it reminded me of the mummy like the 1999 it reminded me of what's his name from the first captain america movie the red oh, guy um hugo weaving yeah. character yeah that's what because there was no <laughs> nose like, uh, so pretty weird stupid and he's like guess what i'm he the baron and he i could, was like he probably could have made a lot of money just being a <laughs> plastic surgeon uh yeah but instead he was obsessed with raping his daughter well, we should give a little bit of a synopsis <laughs> okay do you want me to say do you want me to try you want to do synopsis? it sure so Lockhart is a young up and coming I guess he works in for like an investment firm or a banker or something mm-hmm. and they're being what's the word that I'm looking for investigated by the SEC because there's some merger that they're doing and he has to go to Switzerland to this spa to bring back one of the partners who mm-hmm. went to the spa and hadn't come back and they're like we need we need somebody here otherwise you're going to go to prison for the, all this stuff that's happened that's all dealt with in the first like three minutes, so I don't right. know exactly the ins and outs. But yeah, then, I don't. I so he goes I didn't to this, quite get that, but <laughs> he goes to this spa where all these like wealthy elderly people are staying t- to supposedly get this quote unquote cure, and he gets into a car accident, so he has to stay because he has a broken leg, and he meets Hannah, a young girl who Volmer, the director of the whole thing, says is a special case, and then you find out that. Volmer was the original Baron that lived in this manor. Yeah, there's a whole subplot. There's a whole thing with the aquifer. All this water like keeps you young forever. But there's all these eels and and anyway, Lockhart eventually escapes with Hannah, but not before a lot of gross things ensue. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I mean, I yeah, like I so um so from the beginning where where we meet this driver so first of all what i have to say is uh after they got into the car accident and he like that wakes up horrible that right deer ca- oh, okay. so the car hit a deer and it was tremendously gruesome and it really was. hard to watch and that's in the first like 20 minutes it makes me wonder because because Gore- in the ring which is also directed by gore verbinski he also did the scene with that horse so i'm wondering if that's like a thing that he likes to do is show these like large animals in pain yeah well yeah i think he likes to do anything that makes you feel really un- uncomfortable right and unnerving and and i did not care for that right and, and I'm i thought fine oh with great being I'm feel like two I'm hours 
hours left to watch. <laughs> right. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm fine with the feeling of being unnerved and uncomfortable, but if it's done in a well in a well way, and this is not it's a well a, way. It's not a cure for wellness. It's a cure for awfulness, and yeah. it should be shut down yes. immediately. I agree. Um, so anyway, so they get into the car accident, and. Uh, Lockhart wakes up like three days later and he's just like, oh, okay, I'm alive. And I was like, my first thought would have been like, is the driver okay? And no one asked that until we see him later at like the bar or something. Yeah, the weird And bar. he's just like, hey, bro, bro. And I was like, oh, there's the fucking driver. I'm glad that like no one, I was like, it reminded me of like the edge, like when they went down in the plane <laughs> yeah. and they're like, Pi- oh, I feel like it's bad. The pilot like went down and then you just never mentioned him again. Yep. And I was like, right, so he was a living person who probably had family that cared about him, but let's just never talk about him again. Yeah. And they so and I was like, okay, so that was stupid. I would have rather had like either the driver been killed off and so and had have him be like, Oh, is the driver okay? And I'm not sure if we were just supposed he's not asking just because he's like maybe a narcissist or something. I feel like but, that and the fact that he's just in this weird secluded place right but it was just weird that yeah. he would never even bring it up you know because mm-hmm. to me i mean that would be like one of my first thoughts i'd be like oh i'm okay is the driver okay right. you know what i mean because i would be worried i'd be like this is a sure. person who yeah. i somewhat knew you know i mean I, anyway um and so he anyway so the driver's telling lockhart about this story about this baron that um wanted to have like a pure bloodline which (laughs) i think we all know who the Habsburgs are and that does not work out that way um and so, so he married his sister. So he married his sister, yeah. And he's like, Great, so my sister's gonna like have my child and then what everyone in the village like flipped out because they were like, Ew, incest, which like you should be flipping out because ew incest. Um and they tried to burn they burned. Well they also found all kinds of dead bodies because he was oh, performing that's right. experiments on peasants. That's right, that's right. She was infertile. Right, right. So he was trying to make it so she could have a See, baby. like overly complicated, like it's <laughs> Yeah, and so they found like mummified remains of peasants that's right and that's why they yeah that's right one of the yeah. reasons they right tried to burn him so or they did burn him right so then she was burned alive as well the baby was cut out of her and somehow survived which they i was threw like the baby in the aquifer in the aquifer and right it survived it, which i yeah i i was like okay so no explanation as to how the baby survived no one was like i saved her I saved that child. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so I, I would be on I board with that. I think that the impl- implication is that she swam the ashore. baby was <laughs> gestating in the aquifer. Because oh. when he put when he put Lockhart in the sensory deprivation chamber, he said, you know, like, life begins in water. Right. You spend nine months in the womb, you know, in liquid. So I think the idea is that they, th- they cut the baby out of the mother's stomach, his sister... And right, right. They threw the baby into the water and she was gestating and the eels were sort of like keeping the fetus growing. So I assume that her gestation was longer <laughs> than a normal baby's because oh, she maybe. was in this like weird magical aquifer with these eels. Right. And then when they discovered that she was alive, they had to, you know, keep that like tonic making that tonic or that vitamin right, so she would right so it would prolong her life so i think that she remained like in a womb in the aquifer for a while that's dumb 
That's what I think. Because I, I think mean, that you're probably not wrong about that. But it is dumb. Oh, it is I'm not stupid, saying it's and not it dumb. makes no it's logical very sense at all. Yeah. Like, to, to uh, whoever wrote this. Do you know how babies work? Like well, seriously, <laughs> like fetuses? Do you know? Well, because here's I don't the think thing. You no, know. this is something I wanted to bring up since you brought it up. Whoever wrote this, do you know how periods work? Because <laughs> did you that scene in the bar when she walks into the bathroom and there's those three German, like tough-looking German women, and yeah. they're like, "Do you have a tampon? It's my friend's time of the month." And I was like, "Okay, that's weird." And then they leave and she's like washing her hands at the sink and she looks down and the trash can is full of bloody toilet paper and i was like no woman would do that a woman would flush that down the toilet right like why would a woman hand bloody toilet paper to her friend to put in the trash can (laughs) i didn't even notice that but well it's just there it's It's also weird yeah no no one would do that it's totally nonsensical it's just there for the sake of being weird and i think that's shocking or something and i also think like Maybe you should have like consulted a woman and be like, "Hey, what what do you do with all this toilet paper like that you <laughs> right. use?" You know what I mean? Because well, like, yeah, it's pretty gross, right? And, I don't. And if you like, if you don't have a tampon or something, you know, just a bunch of toilet paper can sometimes just help at least temporarily. You know, it's better than bleeding everywhere. You know, sure, but, yeah, yeah, but, but, but mean, you're like, right. Like, you just you would like wipe and then be like, "Hey, would you throw this away?" No, yeah, you would definitely flush it down the toilet. Blood also, oh, and I was so like that. That and also like it just it 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 looked like someone who just had no idea what a period was yeah to me. i i you, you know, know what i'm gonna look up who wrote this because now i want to know because i'm like <laughs> written by some man <laughs> uh, let's see uh oh yes it was written by a man justin haith well hey justin <laughs> do you know women maybe ask them some fucking questions for you fucking right piece of shit <laughs> jeez sorry that was <laughs> I'm not sorry, actually. No, I'm sorry. No, you know, I'm not sorry. This was a piece of shit. Wake up, people. (laughs) I never, ever watch this movie. Seriously, I like this entire week. I was like, Sam, I am so sorry that I chose (laughs) it. Because the thing is, like. I saw a trailer for it years ago, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this looks really cool. I remember cool. seeing a trailer, and I thought it looked kind of interesting. Right, it looks really cool. And then I, mm-hmm. I watched it, and again, at first, I was like, okay, yeah, this is okay. And then just the ending, I was like, okay, yep, mm-hmm. And that is certainly a movie. <laughs> There were films, there were cameras involved. It must have been a movie at some point. <laughs> um, so there's like, uh, let's see. Okay, so I wanted to talk about like the dad, um, Lockhart's dad. Mm-hmm. See, that I think was something that could have been interesting if they had done more with it. But really, it was just like a nightmare that he kept seeing over and over again. Well, I thought it was a memory. Yeah, but he was also, like, having nightmares about it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but did I totally miss this? Or was the dad involved in the company that Lockhart was working for? He was. Okay. Because he... So Lockhart was at the hospital to pick up somebody named Pembroke. Right, right. And he found Pembroke in these, like, maze of spas. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and, and the door, like, the that, door disappeared, and that yeah. bothered me too so because stupid. it seemed like that was the only scene where there was anything sort of like remotely confusing. Like if it they was had like done that through Skinner the entire or something, right? Yeah, like if they had done that through like the entire film, mm-hmm. where you're like, "What's happening? Is this in his mind? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, is this really happening?" But they only did it for that scene, and mm-hmm. I was like what was the point of this? Yeah. There was really no it's point. like anything else. There's no point. Right. There's no point in like him. Yeah. Like, because he wasn't really losing his mind. It was just like him being confused by the steam. So yeah. I was like, okay, so maybe don't wait, but then, make like a 30 room steam room. Like, he here's a crazy idea. He actually, I mean, the, <laughs> really the wall so actually changed, but they made it look like he was, it was really weird. It, it was, doesn't matter. It, it didn't anyway. make sense. Yeah. And so Pembroke said, you know, are you related to whatever Lockhart? And he's like, yeah, my father. And Pembroke said, yeah, we started together. And it was terrible what we did to him because he was such an honest man. Right. So I assume that they made his father the fall guy as they were going to try to make him the fall guy. Right. If he would, you know. So, yeah. And then. Yeah. I don't I didn't really understand the legacy of like him still working for. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I think that he would at some point he would get. He would grow up and go, oh, this company drove my father to suicide or something like that. And maybe be like, maybe I don't want to work for a company that made my father kill himself, you know. But I was like very, I thought that that was really strange that like that was related to it. And I was like, okay, so that's like... It irritated me how convenient the the suicide was because it was like, oh, yeah, I actually know why your father committed suicide because I knew him instead of it being like maybe he was just like a disturbed man who dealt with depression his whole life and finally couldn't take it anymore. Instead, it was like, oh, yes, um, let me tell you this insider information that for some reason I have when I was just like... Uh, yeah. Is that essential to the plot? Because it didn't really feel like it. Because well, yeah, and I think that um, the plot would have been just fine if everything being equal, he just the dad right. hadn't been connected, like you said. Right. Because him seeing his dad jump off a bridge would be very tra- traumatic for a yeah. kid, and it would make sense why he would maybe become a workaholic just to try to bury all those emotions. But yeah, like like you said, everything is so um, inbred, even in in the plot. Yeah, it's all inbred. Yeah. So, I know. It's, yeah. You know, if they maybe had something like his father's suicide had affected him so deeply that he was like going insane at the spa. Totally. Totally. But he seemed fairly like, no, you know, normal. You know, like emotionally normal for having experienced a super traumatizing event, especially since he went on to work for the same fucking company. And I hated that. I hated that. I was like, what? Like, Justin Haith, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I also... I, <laughs> I'm just so... I'm so mad I spent so much time and energy on this stupid film. It was really terrible. <laughs> it um, was really and bad. He, so, I have to talk about... So, the whole movie, they're at this spa. They're all drinking this water, this water, this water. And there was a scene early on when he wakes up with the broken leg and he's mm-hmm. like drinking the water and did you think he drank the water weirdly like it looked like he was like 
his lips were i don't know like he had a really weird like drinking stance Maybe and i wasn't sure of. if that was supposed to look like that's just how he drinks or if he was supposed to look like the water was just making them ravenous for it which makes sense that they were right. all dehydrating them you know right and but then he found like a tiny eel in his water and the right. first time i saw the first time i if i was at that place and i drank a glass of water and i found a tiny eel i that would be the last time i drank their water (laughs) but he didn't seem put off by it at all i mean i think that it 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 looked small enough that it could have just been like a bug that fell in you know like it could have been a tiny caterpillar or something um those are always falling into water (laughs) it's true In IT crowd, there's like a whole scene where they're talking about how Moss um, invented a a ladder for ma- moths to get out of the bath, <laughs> <laughs> and like, and Roy is like, he's like, the last thing a moth thinks of when they get into a bath is how to climb a ladder. <laughs> like, it just reminds me of that. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like a moth in a bath. <laughs> Um, that just reminds me of that. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't really, to me, like, I found bugs in my water before. I don't think that would really necessarily put me off, you know, because you need water to survive. And they don't know yet that the water's dehydrating them, which I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, I think it's because their bodies are full of eels, which is why I couldn't figure out why he even survived at the end. Because that whole what? scene... Is that what they're, that they're whole, saying? That the that bodies are filled scene, with... The infusion scene where he's laying in the iron lung. Oh, yeah. That's right. Where So, so the eels are like drinking the water. Yeah, and, and then, then he sees... Well, he sees the woman. He goes into the... He sneaks in there and sees the woman, the older woman who Watkins, he'd been talking yeah. to. Watkins. And you see like an eel like moving underneath her skin. Oh... So they're filling them up I with guess eels. I didn't like, okay, I guess I didn't, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then filtering the, I don't know where that water comes from unless it's like through their like urinary, like through their kidneys. But right. So I mean, Walmer make, was like putting sense. them in an iron lung and then pumping them full of this like eel water, which was really disgusting to watch. I had to look away. Yeah, that I felt was really like sick to my stomach. It was gross. That, that it was, was like awful. A, basically the equivalent of like pumping them their someone's stomach like shoving yeah. something down their esophagus but instead yeah, like, of he, like pumping really things out, it was a big tube, tube. it was oh, a yeah, big tube yeah yeah but instead was... of pumping things out they were pumping this ugh i can't even like think about i know it. no it was this nasty eel water into their stomachs and, and it looked like it was too much water for like a human to be yeah, able to hold in were, their body then it, somehow maybe through just normal like kidney function they're just peeing it out maybe i'm not sure but they were bottling this stuff right because volmer said the water in the aquifer was toxic for humans but mm-hmm. the eels something about the eels the eels would like keep it alive on, they lived a lot longer they lived a lot something. longer so he had to filter the water right through a human right and then they could take it and they could live as long as the eels except for the fact so the when he was the original baron right he was just using peasants but then now that he is this like spa doctor 300 years later he was saying he had a spa and people were just coming willingly so he wasn't going to get in trouble for it because people were willingly coming right right and i thought i the whole time i thought the movie was going to be like him punishing rich people because the only people that could afford it were like super wealthy right but that wasn't the case the whole his whole motivation was just he wanted to sleep with his sister she died (laughs) 
And then, and then he wanted to sleep with his like, daughter. Like, maybe the movie would be 98% less weird if he didn't sexualize his daughter, if mm-hmm. it was just a father-daughter relationship. Yeah, and I like I like the idea of it being a father-daughter relationship. Like, here's my pure race daughter. Right. I mean, it's still gross that he, like, had sex with his sister, but that was way before the movie happened. <laughs> yeah, that was 200 you years know? ago. So... Um, we didn't um, have to see that. They didn't know that that was an issue back then. <laughs> they should have known. I think they probably did. They just they chose to did, ignore yeah. it. But uh, I think, uh, well, I'm wondering like when genetics started becoming like a thing. Um, well, I think though, like I, I would probably say mid 1800s. Like if you're talking about like morality, right? That's pretty well established. Like right. Ethically, it's like ethically. not cool that you so don't. Yeah, not, you, you don't, don't sleep even with need your to sister. know like <laughs> genetics to know that you just shouldn't like do that. Right, right. So, um, yeah, but so I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been nearly. Well, I still would have been grossed out because the movie was gross. But it wouldn't have. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have hated it as much if it had just been like him trying to protect his daughter. Right, right. And I, yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I think if they had maybe, um implied that there was like a sexual attraction like obviously not between them but if he had a sexual attraction towards her throughout the entire film and we were like starting to get uncomfortable with the fact that he was treating her like that then okay you know i probably still wouldn't have liked that i mean yeah but like but it would have made more sense than him suddenly tying her up and like marrying her in that weird ritual. You marrying know, the, like, her, tying her up, and raping her. Yeah, I mean it was. And I think I'm going to classify it as a rape because he put his hand in her vagina. Yes, even yeah. though even though they didn't have uh, penetrative intercourse with it's, genitalia, it's still it's still, it's still sexual like assault. It's still assault. sexual assault. Sexual assault. Yeah. Is it, what definitely, I'm classify it definitely, it as. without a doubt, is definitely sexual and it looked assault. very forceful and it was yes. unpleasant. And I looked away a lot. And yeah, then she was not. Was, she was not having it. She did not yeah. want. Yeah, and and you he know, said like, ugh. oh, even my sister didn't really like it, but she learned to like it. Oh god, which is that, that pretty was awful. horrible. I know. So why do they like when when I see it's like, like when he said that I was like, I know. I feel like there's this this movie felt like it constantly had to up the ante on itself, right? And that feels so flash in the pan to me. It really it really does not speak of like a good deep, you know, like we'll stand the test of time right. movie. It seems just like how can I make people feel more uncomfortable than they felt three minutes ago? Right. Let's do that. You right. know? Yeah. It. it well, it, it just seemed like. Again, you know, they have this whole relationship between the doctor, Volmer, and his daughter, which you don't know until, you know, the end. Um, And it's just like, it just doesn't seem to have a real a real foundation behind it you know what i mean it just seemed like i like okay so he wanted to you know have his sister produce a pure air which again is not something that happens you cannot produce a pure air with you know incest um they're gonna have a lot of issues like you know i mean they'll be lucky if they're not you know like physically deformed or whatever but um you know, like King Charles II of Spain. Um, <laughs> look it up. He's really interesting. <laughs> right? I'm talking to our listeners out there. Um, I, 
it just it's just you 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 make a good point like it just seems like it was more and more shocking like um the like the uh scene where they put him in the the sensory deprivation tank i didn't understand what was necessary about filling it to the top i thought the same thing i was like couldn't you just fill it well like like halfway yeah like what if he gets startled and the regulator the scuba regulator falls out of his mouth like what happened (laughs) yeah exactly and then he like there should be like a couple feet of air so he can swim to the top and go and breathe and go hey i want to get out of here but instead there's Mm -hmm. like this weird scene of this nurse walking in exposing her breasts and the guy is just like i'm just gonna wake it off to this chick and i was like okay she's standing there and he's masturbating yeah and then she's like doing the dropper the dropper full of the vitamins which we learned later is like secreted through humans right right so i was wondering if that had like drug like hallucinogenic or drug properties because i was like she's giving it to him during this like intimate weird sex sort of right. moment so it or kind like of an seems aphrodisiac like a, maybe yeah i don't yeah. know and then and meanwhile uh lockhart is drowning in this deprivation <laughs> tank and, and it's lucky that they found him how did they enough? find him in time because he was at the bottom of the tank he he fucking sank. drowned he, fucking he was drowned. dead he sank right, to the bottom of the right. tank and then all of a sudden the next <clears throat> The next scene, they're like opening the tank and water's spilling out. But how did he get to the top? Right. They were they were just standing at the top and he, I don't know, like, did he float to the top? And uh, I was startled because I forgot the kitty was there. So when he moved, it startled me. <laughs> He's resting on her coat. Maybe he likes the way you smell. <laughs> just so cute. And I honestly really don't like masturbation scenes in movies at all. So, of course, this movie right. had to have a masturbation <laughs> I mean, scene. it was like everything I could have never asked for. Um, and there was so much nudity. Like yeah. Female nudity more than anything. And it's... Which is a little bit like, I of course, there would be more female nudity in a movie like this. You right. Know? I don't I don't really necessarily have an issue. Um, not saying that you do, but I don't have an issue with nudity if it's done in a way that's just like everyone is naked and that's fine because it's natural. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like I think that um, a bigger splash is a really good example of that because they show Ray finds naked, but it's never like it's not sexualized. It's just like he's just hanging out and jumping naked in the pool. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. I will say that I agree with you mm-hmm. about a bigger splash. But I don't think that this movie was trying to make it look like everyone's natural. I think no, I think it was definitely yeah, sexualizing it. This oh, movie for sure. was a sexualizing it and b like m- how do I say this delicately? The people that were naked most of the time were like older and not necessarily nude models, right? So right. I think that it was supposed to be. It was supposed to make you uncomfortable. It wasn't it was supposed, supposed to, to be like. You. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be like you know we. There's no big deal about nudity. Right. It was supposed to be like here's just one more thing on the pile of things that are supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Here's a right. bunch of naked old people, and here's one woman, oh, a couple women who are younger's breast objectifying their breasts right you know right yeah i i i think that there is a time and a place for nudity and this movie was doing it it was just it's it was lazy Mm -hmm. it was a lazy way to shock you Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't say masturbation scenes necessarily shock me at this point anymore um maybe i'm just really desensitized but when i watched it i was kind of like okay so it's not that i'm shocked like everybody masturbates every <laughs> right, you know people right. are human people masturbate but right. i think it's awkward I it's think. just it's very awkward it's 
it's it's just like yeah it just seemed like this movie didn't have to me it like yes it had a plot and it had like a end an ending of where it was going but how we got there was overly complicated um and as i said i missed things even though i was paying attention the whole time which as a person who struggles with adhd is incredibly frustrating because it it's like am i missing this because i can't pay attention or i'm missing this because it's bad you know what i mean and i'm like if i yep yeah Yeah. and it's so it makes me go it makes me immediately assume it's me. It's not the movie. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, immediately <laughs> immediately makes me go, oh, my God, I'm the one that I'm paying attention, blah, blah, blah. But then I was reading over the Wikipedia page and I was like, no, I remember that part. It just it was just weirdly overly complicated. Oh, my gosh. So and, overly complicated. Yeah. And just I mean, it was like like there was you know just to talk about like body horror again there was like the urine sample that we saw for <gasps> that was, Watkins. I had that was in disgusting. My it was like so gross like chunks of blood in there it was like Ugh. no Ugh. and it was it, like only half full because yeah. she was dehydrated i right. guess it was like brown and like Ugh. Ugh. it was just unpleasant. nasty the urine sample was too much also the teeth like that was really gross. Oh, the tooth. Yeah. and that's yeah. nightmare fuel because you know stress well, like, dreams. And why would you pull out your tooth? Stress dreams about losing teeth. Oh so yeah, this movie, I've had them. So I guess I'll say I want to backtrack for a second and say prior to the part of the movie that made me turn my back on it completely, I did think that it had good production value and an interesting atmosphere. It was beautiful, but so that like it created a very just like a very um uncomfortable world and the yeah everything was it was pretty but it was also like ugly at the same time and mm-hmm. it was very unsettling but also like very interesting and yeah in that in regards to like just the atmosphere and the feel of the thing but anyway so the two things so he finds pen he steals pembroke's uh file Mm-hmm. And he takes it to a vet in town, which like the vet, the vet was disgusting. Was so he has the vet comes with like two super bloody hands and grabs I mean, the file, and I'm like, you couldn't, use, you couldn't use a towel before you grab the file, and then <laughs> like the guy cut. First of all, the guy was covered in dirt. He looked like he had been bathed in a really month. gross. I was like, okay, so first of all people are trusting you with their animals because if I took one look at someone and I saw how filthy they were, I go, hell no, you're not touching my animal. Who knows what kind of infection you're going to, you know, introduce to their body because you can't fucking take a shower, you know, like, or wash your hands, like, frequently. Like, you should be constantly washing mm-hmm. your hands, you know? Um, anyway, go on. What were you saying Well, about? then he cuts that cow open oh yeah he said i have to euthanize this cow because it fell in a drainage ditch and broke its leg and it was drinking sewage water and i don't know if they euthanize cows by cutting their stomachs I open i don't think so but he cut the stomach open and a baby cow fell out and Ugh. eels and that was disgusting it was it was so gross and i think that they have a humane way of humane quote unquote because in no country for old men they talked about this mechanism that shoots like a bolt out really quickly into their brain yeah that's what i think they do i expected him to do that so i was shocked when he well way to go movie makers i was shocked (laughs) when he cut the belly open you did it movie makers and um 
So anyway, so he shows the this report to the vet because mm-hmm. I think the language was all in German, so he couldn't read it. Maybe, and so the vet had to translate for him, and he was like, "He's." He's losing his teeth. And there's like dental like x-rays of just like teeth missing. And Lockhart's like, what would do that? And he said, oh, extreme dehydration maybe. Mm -hmm. And then Lockhart, like later, his tooth is loose. So he pulls it out. Which and then, I didn't understand. I'm like, if your tooth is loose, just leave it there. Yeah, because it'll it'll it could tighten back up. Your adult well, yeah, teeth like, can tighten back up. Or you could go to up. the dentist, and the dentist could do something yeah, to make sure that he, it like, doesn't really, fall out. You had to like pull on yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, why are you doing and this? Then, yeah, and then he sneaks around. He also and, wait one quick one th- quick thing. When he pulled out his tooth, he didn't seem like to be in any pain, no. which kind of irritated me because I was like, that would that fucking would, that would hurt. hurt, and it would make you like and it you would be really like, uncomfortable. The root, you can see the, yeah, you can see the nerve. Yeah, like, oh, so gross. And then, Ugh. um, so then he sneaks around, and he gets caught eventually by Volmer, and so he's like, oh, I, I was having problems with my tooth, and so Volmer's like, well, let's help, and then they strap him to a dentist chair and just take out another tooth why uh, yeah, what? I that tooth didn't, didn't have anything to do with it like I didn't they didn't really do get anything that none of that made sense well it was like they were torturing him but for what information yeah why why torture him <laughs> yeah like, like i was like i was like <laughs> he's like let's look at it we can look at it and right. i thought they were gonna look at the gum so i started looking away because i don't want to see the gum where right. the tooth came out and then i look back and i for a second see them drilling out another tooth and i thought what is the, what is it, the point of any well, of this? it's like they were trying to scare him but i'm like i i think think he's pretty scared you know like i don't think you need to scare him anymore but also it's it's like what what are you trying or what are you hoping will occur with this like what what are you trying to what is your end goal with this because to me it just seemed like they were trying to be like guys i watched a clockwork orange last night so maybe we should like use those little eye things i've never seen a clockwork orange but i just i know that's part of it um i never really wanted to see it because it sounded very violent and rapey and i was like good thank you um but but yeah you'd rather watch this movie instead (laughs) (laughs) gross um oh i wanted to ask you actually did you notice if the cow fetus had anything wrong with it did it look deformed or anything because i i know that that was part of what the veterinarian was talking about was like deformities wasn't he yeah but i didn't notice because i I barely i mean i looked at it for maybe 0.1 seconds okay i mean i mean it was only enough that it was a cow cow fetus and eels and then right. i was like no more so i, I don't know. know i i thought that that was that was kind of weird like wouldn't like wouldn't you want well maybe the maybe the cow fetus would be all messed up too or something but i was kind of like wouldn't you want it to give birth before you kill it like yeah i don't know you know i don't know whatever anyway well the cow fetus was dead oh okay like it, was it like didn't come born. out alive right, right yeah right so. yeah and it looked pretty formed it mm-hmm. looked like it was pretty close to you know um gross. yeah that whole scene was like so unnecessary really and gross yeah and it was just like so just gory and uh, like yeah like what you said like that's not that's not a way to euthanize an animal it's not humane and also that cow could be still alive you know like yeah i mean yeah it could i mean it it would maybe be alive for like who knows like 20 more minutes as it fucking slowly bleeds to death you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like yeah either way 
it's like you call yourself a veterinarian but you're dirty you're filth you're fucking filthy <laughs> the place that you live in is fucking disgusting and filthy and you just slaughtered a cow in a way that was so gruesome and awful like I hope this guy goes out of business. I really genuinely hope that because fuck you. Like you're a gross piece of shit. Maybe literally. I just, ew, the whole thing just really, oh, oh, just so nasty. Oh, I wanted to say too, speaking of, and I'm kind of surprised that you didn't mention this, but the, um, <laughs> this also happened in the ring. The trope of the kid drawing, like, oh yeah, yeah, like I was like, okay, so why is he just like catatonically drawing the picture of the the manor burning? Right, like I was like, okay, so if okay, so I kind of got the impression that the kid was maybe mentally challenged or something. Seemed like it, yeah, like he he seemed like he had some mental deficiencies. Maybe was not um, mentally the age that he appeared to be, um, but in my mind why like maybe he had heard that story in passing maybe maybe but he seemed like he was maybe like 15 so i'm just saying kids that are 15 now are gonna be very unlikely to know like what happened 200 years ago in the place that they lived also even if well i mean it was a very widespread thing but but even if they knew what happened the likelihood that that would occupy their drawings is pretty weird yes and also so it's like unless unless they're making that such an integral part of the plot and it's then sure maybe but it was just it just seemed like again another way to shock us but it was Mm -hmm. so fucking stupid that i wasn't shocked i was just (laughs) like why is he drawing that kids drawing things is not shocking no it's It's not the only time it would be shocking would be if the kid was like a real talented artist which they never are right no they never are or like that would be a way to turn the trope on his head by making the kid like really actually an artist they were like wow they're always such crude drawings they're always like i drew a circle mom do you like it and the mom's like it's beautiful child i've never seen anything more beautiful in my life i pressed my crayon so hard that they're only nubs now that's how good of an artist i I am like like, yeah well and also it's like he's drawing this one specific scene of like this place burning down and i was like okay no so Mm -mm. stupid i think that that never may have been the moment where i was like no i definitely (laughs) rolled my eyes at it because i was like why how would he know what does what does he care about a manor burning down 300 years ago like why wouldn't he draw like i don't know a cow Like, yeah. these are the things that he's around all the yeah. time. What uh, he's familiar with. He may not even know what listen, fire looks like as far as we know. I, I want to make a I want to make a spoof movie with a kid that is, does prophetic drawings. Uh-huh. But it's just like, like the fanciest canvas <laughs> painting where he's got like a whole palette. And he's like painting like the woman in Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Where he's just like <laughs> really going to town on this elaborate prophetic painting is what I want. You know what? It'd probably be better than this yeah. movie. So and then, there you go. I say go for it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Also, like I love, like I love the, the mute. The, wait, let me just say, I I love the trope of like things being turned over. Like you know, like uh, that show that I've talked about. Um, Kevin can f himself. Um, 
they really turn the trope of like the long suffering housewife on its head and they make it a very interesting trope but this was just a trope just to have it in there oh it wasn't turn anything on its head there was nothing there was no like that could that kid could have never been included and it wouldn't have mattered one difference nothing would have mattered no it it was just like he's like i'm spooky because i'm weird well that's the thing like (laughs) i'm trying weird things the mute child is also a trope that couldn't just go away as right. well and it's always mm-hmm. like a mute creepy child like the yeah. child can't be mute just because he's nonverbal. no he has to be like a creepy child yeah you know and it's and it's just like okay yeah it's right. this is stupid let's move <laughs> past it and like people can be nonverbal and not be creepy you know People I mean, can be anything, and I'm talking about movie tropes. I'm not talking about like people in real life. I'm just life. saying. I'm just saying. It's always like that, where they're always. It's almost like it's. It's kind of like almost offensive to people who have just dis- a disability where they are mute. You know what I mean? It's like I think maybe it's offensive not, but I don't to know. people who have to watch this piece of garbage movie <laughs> yes, and agree. act like this is some sort of grave, uh, uh, like oh, what a heavy thing that this creepy child won't talk to you, and he's stuck drawing a picture of something that happened 300 years ago that he never saw right 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 it's stupid <laughs> it's all of it so is stupid dumb. it's so like, dumb i wouldn't even give them i wouldn't even give them the benefit of saying it's offensive to people in real life because right. the movie is so terrible <laughs> so <laughs> once again i don't even know if what i, I just said makes sense but i'm sticking with it <laughs> i'm so bummed it's like it's like i was looking forward to seeing this movie for so long and then i was like oh that was it it's okay yeah cool Thanks. i will say um Dane you DeHaan, wasted everyone's time <laughs> mike has this thing yeah mike has this thing where he talks about like actors who like no he talks about how like there's something called good look versus good looking like mm-hmm. steve buscemi has a good look mm-hmm. but he's not necessarily like classically good looking mm-hmm and I thought Dane DeHaan is not Steve Buscemi. He's he's more classically handsome than Steve Buscemi. But I thought for this movie, uh, he had a really good look for the character that he was playing. I thought that he sort of embodied a young hotshot that's kind of full of himself. But then also he has some sort of like weirdness to his handsomeness that's like a little bit like I don't know, like off-putting. Yeah, like maybe asshole-ish is the way I would put it. He, well, and he I has those like deep, worked. dark circles under his yeah, eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought it worked. Like his look worked really well for this movie. If I, I if only always, it had been a better movie. Yes, I agree. I you <laughs> and know Mia I Goth think, as well, which I think right. You talked about her. Earlier. The thing is, I think the actors did a great job. Mm-hmm. I think they were great, but the movie was garbage. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like Dane DeHaan. I thought he did a really good job. He does have kind of a sense of. Um, intensity to him i think with because mm-hmm. he's got such like he's kind of like bill skarsgård yeah. you know like bill skarsgård's got kind of this intensity about him mm-hmm. you know and um a- and it's it's interesting and i i think that he i think he fit the role well mm-hmm. and again if this had been written by a better writer <laughs> Maybe it would have been a better movie. I think a lot of things would have had to be different. Yes. um, I would have... Don't... I I mean... I I was just like... Like, so when I I pulled it up on Amazon, 
they were like directed by the same guy that directed the ring and i was like fuck yes fuck yes i love the ring this is great awesome and i was so excited i was like cool this is gonna be super spooky and then i started watching it and i was like Ah, okay so the ring was just a one-off then got it mm-hmm. okay um i don't know i think gore Vince, gore verbinski may have also directed some pirates of the caribbean movies i think maybe? so you think so too? yeah his name is familiar for like a big budget yeah let me i'm gonna look up, let's see here oh yeah so he did the first one he did the first pirates which actually really like the first pirates i think it's good that actually makes sense because i find the first pirates to be like oh he did interminably boring and uh this movie was just about as long and boring well as longer and more boring than uh pirates of the caribbean he did a bunch of bad religion music videos really wow. yeah like four of them um and let's see he did mouse hunt which i'm sure was incredible um the ring parts of the caribbean the weatherman i never saw that one. Oh, he did oh, a bunch I of pirates he did dead man's chest at world's end the lone ranger which was awful <laughs> okay so got it don't watch any gore verbinski movies anymore well, the last thing he directed was 2016. So he's not doing movies anymore. Did you ever see The Lone Ranger? I the Army I Hammer. I did. I think I did. It's not memorable. I don't remember it very well. It was not good. Um, no, it was not good. I I <laughs> I saw it in theaters because I was like I was I can't remember why, but for some reason I was with. A friend, I think it was in Virginia. I was in like I was in the DC area, and I was with a friend. She had to like leave for a couple hours for some reason, and then come back or like maybe work or something. And I was like, I'll just go see a movie by myself, like no problem. And um, that's what I chose because I was like, okay, this kind of looks interesting. And I watched it, and I was just like, first of all, Tonto's like a Native American character, and it was played by Johnny Depp. And I was like, okay, so not a Native American person at all, <laughs> you know? And it was it was just like. I don't remember much of it other than it being just not great. It was like I left the theater and I was like, I shouldn't waste my time on that one. So <laughs> Gore Verbinski, you've let me down for the last <laughs> time, my friend. No, not my friend. Can't be friends after this. I'm sorry. I do have to ask. Even I can't, if you did the ring. I can't wait any longer. I've okay. got to know. Um, so the scene in the swimming pool was kind of like a tentacle porn yeah yeah okay. i got kind of that Pretty vibe gross. yeah yeah so she gets her period mm-hmm. and she well we don't know she has her period yet she's just like cramp like her stomach keeps hurting her right and then she slowly walks into a pool because in a movie like this nobody does anything fast <laughs> she slowly walks into a pool mm-hmm. and then blood just starts going everywhere which seemed like a it's, lot of well, blood it's backwards once again person who made this doesn't know much about periods right because when you go in the water like you don't it slows down a little bit yeah it so does you, you're not gonna have like a huge it's not gonna be like she's hemorrhaging no like, definitely okay. not yeah so that yeah, also I was like i was also like i mean is that how periods work i'm like listen i've had one for a majority of my life but am i there wrong would about be, that i don't think there would be nothing 
but there wouldn't be as much no, as she had. Not. Yeah, there might be a trickle, but it's not going to be like... It's not going to be like, oh, wow, you should maybe go to the doctor. Yeah, it looks so, like a hemorrhage, then, like what you yeah, said. Yeah. And then, and plus, if it's her first period, it's not going to be like that no, anyway. No, anyway, definitely not. No. So, um... So then all these eels start swimming from the grates, and that's really disturbing in itself. But then there was a plenty of shots of the eels, f- like, swimming between her legs, like, in and yeah, out between her yeah. legs, like, really close to the curve of her, like, I guess where her pudendum is. Is that the... Is that the medical term? Or is that a colloquial term? I, I don't know. No uh, it's like the female taint. What's the female taint? <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> anyway, there were definitely eels like swimming up, like up very next close. to her, very close yeah. to her, not like up into her, I, but up. I was like, like prepared for that I to happen. Was too. I was like, I about, was thinking like, oh my gosh, I know, I know what I'm watching. And then immediately, I, that's why I say that this movie is just a fetish movie disguised as something that's supposed to be a deep thought movie. But right. And it was pretty weird. It was an elongated scene of those eels swimming around. And then. I don't know why, and maybe you can explain it. The eels just suddenly stopped. Like, why would they just suddenly stop? They only I feast am- on dead bodies. Because then, in in the same scene, it's going back and forth between Lockhart is exploring this like cave thing where they dump the old people's dead bodies into this lake right, and the eels right. eat them right but the eels in the swimming pool for some reason just stopped attacking her. Is it because yeah, they were well, like they didn't really Mommy even and daddy eels <laughs> we. We kept you alive. It, Mommy and Daddy Eel are so proud of you. <laughs> they weren't really like attacking her as much as they were just swimming around her and like aggressively, yeah. you know, because Volmer at the end fell into the water and they attacked him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Like that doesn't. So why did they stop so, attacking her or why did they stop swimming around her? Right. And if she like if if they are, I mean, like wh- how we always assume that piranhas are. I don't really know how piranhas act, but it always seems like they're after blood, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's not like they're that kind of creature. I think eels are generally not kind of like that. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't know that much about eels. But uh, in my limited knowledge i would say i don't i don't think that they're really that kind of creature i don't think they really eat people i think they eat like plants or maybe small fish or something you know you know what should have happened during this scene they should have played the acdc song if you want blood you got it (laughs) there you go oh god for the eels i I didn't understand that and if they were smelling blood and they were attracted to it they would have attacked her yeah in my in my opinion i was like i was like kept looking away because i'm like i'm not gonna watch an eel know. swim also, up her vagina i don't under yeah no i oof, i know i don't it understand got too close for comfort anyway but it still was just like oh my gosh how do you like and then i started thinking i maybe this is a sign of getting older i'm not sure but then i started thinking about this woman mia goth sitting in the premiere with her parents and just like what would it be like to watch your daughter be in a tentacle porn movie (laughs) well tentacle porn adjacent there was no like actual sex but it still was weirdly close it It wasn't good it wasn't good i didn't like it. it yeah it was it was it was just very 
strange and i don't understand why she stood there for so long because if it were me i would have gotten out of the way i thought the same thing i would have been like fuck this shit i'm out of here i would have been moving as fast as i could out of the water especially if they were swimming around me i'd be like you know what i'm not gonna stay and find out what they're gonna do to me especially if i'm wearing a sheer dress and i've just gotten my period and the water (laughs) is just like red with blood yeah again this person like I don't know what it is, but I—it's I, like a—it's like an epidemic of men writing women and having no idea how women work. You know, like I, I actually follow this guy on TikTok, and he—he um, he does these like joke videos of like writing like men writing women, and it's always <laughs> like really funny. He's like, she breasted boobily down the stairs, and he's like, yeah, and he's like showing like the actions and everything, and he's like, boobily. that works. <laughs> so but it's always like over the top like ridiculousness and it's very funny because it's very obvious that he's you know but um it's just like there's this whole like epidemic of men writing women and having no fucking idea how women actually are you know it's like okay justin haith have you met a woman have you spoken to a woman before hey here's a crazy idea if you're gonna write about a woman's anatomy maybe you should know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) Oh my god <laughs> i just got so mad at that <laughs> like it's, it's, this movie. it's so true it's this movie it is yeah and i i was i that put a really bad taste in my mouth I, I, and i already i mean i already was like not feeling great about the movie but then i was like this is a little too on the nose and i do not like that yeah it was it was just so it was just so weird and um and also, like, so we find out, I'm just going to go back a little bit. So we find out that the fetus was cut out of the Baroness um, before she was killed. But we find out from, like, Mrs. Watkins. And I'm like, so Mrs. Watkins just, like, knows everything. Like, she yeah, she only what, seems to be there to, like, be like, oh, by the way, this narrative important aspect that you need to know. <laughs> and then she dies. I was thinking the same thing, like... <laughs> How does she get all this information? Because they make it a point of saying cell phones don't work. So right. are they suggesting that there's some sort of internet connection or expansive library yeah, at the like, spa where <laughs> she's getting? Because she had like articles that she got from, I don't know, a microfilm machine or something. Or microfiche? Microfiche? I, something, yeah. I don't know. The thing that has like old articles. Like, microfiche, she has, yeah. Yeah, she has it. And she's got these articles. And I was thinking... Where is she getting these print-offs? Does she have, like, a, a Xerox machine in her room? What yeah. Is this? And she's, she's creating her own she's crossword, She's chopping up too. a crossword to put, like, like macabre words that are, like, bodies, dead, <laughs> barren, corpse. They're like, and what's like, a four-letter what word for death? Uh, yeah. <laughs> is it dead? Oh, my God, it is dead. Thank you. They had that trope where, like, from a distance, she said, like, what's a... I can't remember, like six letter word for something or I don't even know if it was six letters but and then uh, Lockhart from like way far away who's seemingly not pay attention goes absolution and I was like what on is so stupid <laughs> I, know. I don't like this you know, I like I would say the only time I've liked that trope is in um, Hot Fuzz when they well, did that that I was because that was funny yeah because she's like fascist and he's like excuse me and she's like oh that's just the word in my crossword puzzle and you're like it's a lot different okay, than this movie yeah yeah this one was just like i, I don't know what i what's a I'm five not a letter word crossword for plot. puzzle <laughs> right <laughs> 
I love crossword puzzles, by the way. You don't like them? I've never really gotten into them. Oh, man, I'm really good at them. the ones on People Magazine, though, so <laughs> not to brag. It's not the New York Times, but what can I say? It's pretty darn close. <laughs> I love crossword puzzles. My mom always gets me crossword puzzle books for Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I've never, you know, I'm not really a word puzzle person. I really don't like hmm. word puzzles. I actually don't love puzzles in general, I would really? say. Yeah, I would say in general, I'm, I'm not puzzle oh. person. It's either like puzzle person it's seems to just like frustrate me and i can't figure it out soon enough so then i don't care oh, you know what i okay. mean yeah that's you why. talking about puzzles reminded me of a great accomplishment in my life that mm-hmm. happened this week and i have to talk about it because okay. it's better than this movie and it's that i think I everything beat, like we're wa- we could just watch the cat for two hours if yeah. you're cool with that that would Meow. be much more exciting I beat the final boss in Breath of the Wild. Awesome. And uh, so in Breath of the Wild, there's these shrines that you have to find. And most of them are puzzle shrines. Some of them are combat. But I was beating the final boss at Mike's house on Sunday. And I was getting really frustrated because it's a battle. It's not a puzzle. And I was right. like, and I think I was the most frustrated in front of him that he's ever seen me. And we've been together for a while, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gotten this frustrated in front of him. And I was like ranting and I was like, I'm so bad at the fighting. I just wish it was a puzzle. I love the puzzles. This is so hard. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I beat it, I was like, oh my gosh, I beat it. But... It felt like a really great accomplishment, and I have to brag about it because um, I got that I got that game in twenty on Martin Luther King Day twenty twenty two, and um, it I really liked exploring, so I played it. It took me about six months to beat everything but the final guy, mm-hmm. the final Ganon is his name, the final Ganon. I didn't beat him, and then. Um, it, yeah, it took me a little bit longer than six months, but I really liked exploring, and I ha- it's such an expansive game. You can do so many things that there's so much to do. So I was just enjoying sort of, you know, exploring, and um, and then Mike got me Animal Crossing for my birthday, so that's, I've just been playing Animal mm-hmm. Crossing, and I was going to try to beat Ganon on Martin Luther King Day 2023 to make it like a ah, year, okay. but that didn't happen because I was so into Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, so anyway... I know we're supposed to be talking about a cure for wellness, no, I, but whenever I do stuff like that, I'm like, I'm the greatest woman in the world. I know. And I was like, strutting. Like, it may have took me 15 times, but I don't care. I'm the greatest. I was like, here's my strut. <laughs> I'm like, and I was, no one argue with me about this because I will shut you down. <laughs> Felt really good all day. And I was like, and I joked with Mike and I was like, if somebody saw me and was like, what are you in such a good mood for? I'd be like, I just beat Ganon. They'd probably be like, what? <laughs> but he said they'd be impressed. And I said, that's probably true. They would be impressed. So. Yes. It's, it is hard to be, to be the final yeah. boss. Yeah. That game is awesome. Probably the best video game I've ever played. And really? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And they're I making wish a Sims sequel, was open so. world but sadly it's not i guess sims 3 is but really yeah but um i have twenty four thousand mods i'm not changing games (laughs) i've spent literally i mean not to brag but i have 3200 hours to play oh my gosh (laughs) i mean i haven't played for years so it's not like it's it's fun um but right now I'm trying to do a a, like a post-apocalyptic world so that's kind of a challenge and that's kind of fun because it's like you like everything i'm using is like looks like broken down like gross old furniture you know so mm-hmm. it's it's fun but anyway no that's cool um i guess we should talk yeah. about the movie oh, i guess so. <laughs> 
Let's see. Um, when they were in the bar. Wait, I have to say, I was actually looking forward to talking about this movie, though, because it's so bad that I was like, we are going to have so much fun trashing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it is fun to trash it because it's garbage. And it that's is where it belongs. Um, let's see. Hold on. I want to. Um, what were you going to say? When they were at the bar. So they, oh, yeah, they went to that bar, which there was a weird amount of like a lot of people day drinking in this little town. Yeah. I thought maybe it's supposed to be a Saturday. They didn't really establish days of the week, but they go to this bar and Lockhart gets her a beer and Hannah, he, Hannah takes him on her bicycle down to the town. Mm-hmm. and he, Which I have to say real quick, she was riding without shoes and I yeah. was like, girl, that's dangerous. Like, when I when I rode bikes, I don't really, I haven't ridden a bike in a long ass time, but I would always wear, like, tennis shoes because you sometimes use your feet to stop, you well, know? And also, like, the pedals aren't very comfortable on no. her. She was, she was really, maybe she has mega calluses because she was always barefoot. Yeah, yeah. But I agree, I was like, barefoot? Come on. I was like, that's pretty dangerous. So, like, you're gonna really injure yourself you know yeah Yeah, it's bad enough that you guys aren't wearing helmets like come on you know she's this tiny girl who looks like she's about 14 he Mm -hmm. gets her a beer and i remember and i was thinking like if she drinks that whole beer she's not gonna be able to ride the bike (laughs) home she's gonna be passed out because she's so tiny right but she didn't like it obviously yeah i was not surprised by um, that and then he finds out that she's been at the uh spa for her whole life basically and she's like my dad's gonna come get me when i'm well and i was thinking at that point though like he's not your dad i mean if right let's let's live in a world where we don't know yet that volmer is her dad right there's this weird circumstance around her life let's just say she's a normal young woman Well, that's what we think yeah Yeah, so far yeah like why would you want to go live with him he's a stranger to you at that point he's not your dad he's just a man either right and so i thought that was an interesting and kind of sad storyline well it's also like you're waiting for your dad to come and get you but he can't visit you exactly (laughs) i was thinking that too i'm like wouldn't he just come visit right like like, he's just like oh yeah i'll come and get you when you're well or whatever and like it's like 40 years later he's like i'm here i guess Uh, yeah so um and like at, at that point she's like who the fuck are you? Right. You know, like, you know. It's- so Lockhart leaves her there and goes and talks to the vet, which we've already talked about. And then which he I comes did not back. understand why he felt it necessary to leave her why there. Would I would have not there? left like, her alone. That was a pretty tough looking crowd. And yeah. She's a pretty innocent girl. Right. And then like, he, so naive, he you comes know, back. He comes back and she's like doing this weird dance. And there's one of the tough looking guys is dancing with her. And Lockhart discovers he calls the office back in new york with the phone at the bar and he discovers that the the spa never called them to tell about the accident right and why didn't this part drove me nuts because i'm like this is something that i talk about a lot where i just i find character's inability to play it cool really annoying Uh and he walked up to her and like grabbed her and he's like what do you know tell me what you know and i was like why didn't you just like walk up to her and be like hey it's time we gotta leave we gotta go and then when you get outside be like so what do you know about the spa but and and then she's like freaking out and she's like in in the fetal position and then the german guy who was dancing with her starts beating lockhart up because they were dancing he's like a fucking switchblade like this guy couldn't be any scarier like cool volmer shows up and rescues him thank god right the whole thing just seemed ridiculous like none of it mattered right well and also yeah the, the whole like keeping it cool thing I can understand why he might have freaked out initially, but if you're trying to get information out of someone, 
you're not going to be like forceful about it. Like, especially, well, I mean, I guess it depends on the context, but in this context, he thinks he's talking to a young woman who's very like she's shown that she's pretty naive she's lived in a very sheltered place her entire life i would go on to say that she's probably never had companions her own age it seemed like yeah Yeah. i think she's probably always been surrounded by adults well she did say to volmer like he's different he's young uh yeah you know so i think you're right right so um but yeah just grabbing her and being like what's going on and she's like ah like i mean yeah i would flip out too Mm -hmm. i would be like no no i'm not gonna tell you anything because yeah i don't trust you now because now you just turned on me yeah like he 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 can't be stupid to the fact that she's naive and young like he spent enough time with her to know that she's i mean you can tell like immediately that she is like yeah because she's first of all the first time you see her she's like feeding she's like putting breadcrumbs in like the um what i don't know like pond or whatever pool or something. yeah and yeah. and and he's like what are you doing and she's like there's something living down there and i'm like okay so she did, like and it's just it just felt like a very innocent exchange you know like a child who's like oh i'm just spreading rice krispies around <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, like rice krispies feeding yeah. the ducks <laughs> um, right and instead yeah so i i <sighs> there's just so many problems with this movie and, then and there was, i'm exhausted by it there was that part right before everything like all the cat like the catalyst or whatever when he realized that the water was making them sick he went to the dining room and he was like you guys you're not sick the water's making you sick and then they all like zombies sort of turned on him yeah, like they that were was very strange too and they were just like they're all saying in unison we're not well and they're like crowding him and i thought why are they all saying this? Yeah. What is, what, is it the eel water that like brainwashes them? Because when they shove the eel water into him, the next scene, he's like catatonic like the rest of oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like, but why would anyone want to leave? How does he snap out of it then? Because he snaps out of it enough to save her. Right. See, that's... Nothing makes sense. There's well, it no doesn't make sense because it's so poorly written. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. again, overly complicated, poorly written they have all these things in there just to shock the viewer but they're not actually in there for any specific reason other than just to be shocking and if you're gonna do that like i get it it's hard to be top banana in the shock department it's from breakfast at tiffany's i like Um, it but it's it's just like at a certain point, you need to give up the shock and you need to just deliver us a good story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I don't mind having shocking things that make me feel uncomfortable. In fact, I usually seek them out with TV and movies. But when I do, I like them to be well written. Mm-hmm. You know, like The Patient is a good example. Boston Strangler, not so much. Um, this case, not so much. This is actually not at all, I would say. Um, I, I feel think, like not so much is too generous for this film. Yeah. It's because this is a really, like, <laughs> as I said, I'm like, this whole week I was like, I am so sorry that I did this. I actually, like, was pretty sure you probably didn't like it because I was like, this is even too egregious for her taste. But then when you so said, bad. when we were starting recording just now, yeah. like tonight, and you were like, so I got to know what you think of it. I was like, dear God, what if she liked it? <laughs> I know. I was I was actually wondering. I was like, 
in my mind i'm like there's no way that sam liked this movie i was like there was a little bit of doubt but it was like one percent doubt and it was like 99 mm-hmm. like there's no way um yeah no i i did not like this at all i like i mean i just the like the scene the like sexual assault scene like with him smelling his hand after he touched her i just like it was just so uncomfortable that i was laughing like i was just like i didn't even know how to react i was just like this is dumb and disgusting and like it felt like (sighs) weirdly exploitative of the actress as well yeah in a way that i didn't care for like i don't know there's just something eek about the way that that was handled yeah maybe because she looks so young and acted so young and right and i know that that's a character but i still feel like that actress was made to do those things and that was unnecessary in the yeah. movie yeah um so it just again it didn't seem like there was any real foundation for the baron to desire to whatever like assault his daughter or try yeah, and why, reproduce an heir or did whatever. he want to have a child with the daughter See, that's what like, we don't even know explained. that's yeah. why i think like the body horror stuff like the eel stuff was gross not i'm not i'm talking about all the stuff besides the weird scene in the pool right i did not like that cut that out entirely but like a lot of the body stuff was really gross but in a movie that was way shorter and way less incesty and rapey it might have worked i think you know but like why yeah what was his motivation for wanting to rape his daughter as soon as she got her period i don't know it's weird i mean it's like again if there had been a foundation of him being like this is my end goal and my end goal is to you know um marry this young woman once she reaches womanhood and mm-hmm. i'm using quotes because womanhood is in my opinion when you become an adult at, at the age of 18 um but in this case obviously it's when you get your period um and and if it had been some sort of maybe like almost satanic type of worship or you know some any anything where i could have been like okay sure you know like yeah let's bring the devil into it why not um but <laughs> Just come on. So casual. Lucifer, come on so down, casual. buddy. <laughs> He's like, hey, first time here. <laughs> Long time listener, Long time. first time caller. <laughs> I was just um, going to say that. <laughs> um, uh, guys, I am really excited about being here tonight. We are going to have a wedding. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it's like if there was something like that, but there was just no sort of. I would have, I would have, uh, I think, appreciated the movie more if there had been like a lead up to that scene where he was trying to sexually assault her in yeah. a way that made sense. You yeah. know, I'm not saying I want to see that scene, but I am saying like, okay, if you're gonna have that in there, no, then I you agree. need to have a reason totally for it to be agree. in there. The scene was was is gonna be unpleasant, and I wouldn't like it ever. Right, but at least give me a reason why you put it in there instead of just being like weirdly exploitative right like if he like i keep thinking about like the whole george hodel tamar hodel thing where like he had groomed her to eventually like have sex with her his daughter this is a real person for all you listeners out there if it had been something like that like we had seen a scene of them together where he was maybe being a little bit inappropriate or he was like 
he was like that your day will come and then when it is you will be my bride or something and so you're like okay so we know what's coming but Mm -hmm. it was just this whole weird thing about this guy's obsession with you know creating this pure bloodline or whatever and um and these eels and like the water dehydrating people which i'm like what like i uh, uh, i'm tired (laughs) i'm tired i'm like i'm tired and the water was toxic to humans (laughs) the water was toxic to humans right 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 that's just that's just yeah that's part of it um and I'm okay with that. I'm okay right, that the right. water was toxic to humans and the toxicity dehydrated them and the eels dehydrated them. Not okay with a lot of the other stuff. Yes, it was. It just seemed like if it was the thing is, I think if I think it wanted it was have. What am I trying to say? It was like too many, too many things in too many places. They were trying too hard to make this like. Um, overly complicated story that did not to be need to be that complicated. There was a bunch of extra shit that they didn't really need to include in there. Mm-hmm. And if they were like, and and the thing is too is that it's like they spent so much time focusing on the eel thing that they didn't focus on this the fact that this woman was eventually going to become this guy's bride, mm-hmm. which seemed to me like kind of the entire fucking plot. Yeah, I, I would <laughs> like, think so. Like, that's the most important part of the story. Yeah. If, if you're going to do that, what they did so graphically, then you have to build up to it. Yeah, you have uh, to have Otherwise, something. it just feels... It just feels out of place. Yeah. It feels out of place, inappropriate, disgusting. It makes everyone uncomfortable. And and it's like no one wants to see that kind of thing, you know? And it, so I just, I think that in the attempt to create an interesting and unique plot, they lost what could have been a very interesting part of it you know mm-hmm. along the way yeah and so much was focused on those stupid eels and like the whole dehydration thing that was interesting in that like he was trying to you know create this this serum that kept people alive and i do remember one of the parts that i i kind of liked was that um when she when she gives Lockhart some of it and he tastes it and he's like, oh, it's like fishy water or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And that, like, in that of itself, just that little tiny um, statement is enough for you to go, huh, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so that makes sense with the eels later. But again, back to the whole Baron trying to have sex with his daughter, there's just no reason for it to be in there Mm -hmm. because to me it seemed like he was protecting her but it's that wasn't the reality at all right you know yeah Uh, so uh, yeah i i i think that overall this was just a very lazily written story and it could have been a lot better Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i concur yeah but the the whole ripping off the face thing I i just i wanted to say a little bit more about that okay so that part just really bothered me because of the way like he he has what seems like a very solid face on you know like seems like a pretty solid face yeah it's not like kind of flaking at the edges it seems like a very like a real face yeah it looks like a face right yeah but then when he tears it off, it's again like he just kind of almost like gently like r- I'm I'm like showing you as that the viewer or the listeners can see me doing this, but it's like he just like gently like touches his face and then it just like comes off like it yeah. crumbles off. And I was like, 
How does that stay on all day? Yeah, like you would, it would be like, it would be like, <laughs> it would be a crumble. corner would be coming off or all something. the time or something. And yeah. they'd be like, what's that gross green stuff? And also, why yeah. does he look like a rotting green corpse when he should be looking like a man who's burned, you know? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe if they put like some sort of mask on, like Tom Cruise wore in um, Vanilla Sky or something, mm, you know? There you go. Yeah. But, but then, I mean, I think that the implications of that, that would be he would be creepy and you don't want to immediately assume that he's creepy. Like, yeah. I think the idea is you're supposed to trust Volmer initially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. Because he's like, well, first of all, like Jason Isaacs is a very handsome man and he's and he's cordial and he's charming. And so you're like, OK, you know, and um, and then he pulls you in and he's like, I guess what? I'm actually, you know, an incestual. I'm bestial. the Baron. I'm the Baron. <laughs> um and yeah, I, I that, but that part made me like this just cracked me up because I was like, it was okay. bad. It was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad, and it was also just like, why well, would I think he it, be juicy? I guess it was an homage. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was an homage to the Phantom of the Opera. Was it though? Yeah, he kidnapped the woman and brought her down to his lair. I guess his face is gross. Actually, underneath. I may have written that down. Hold on, did let me you? See. I may have written something like that down. Hold on, let me see. I didn't think of it until just now. Like it's totally ripped off from *Fan of the Opera*. Hold on, let's see. No, I don't think I wrote it down, but I think out loud I said, "What is this? Some kind of *Phantom of the Opera* shit?" Yep, 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 yep. It's <laughs> like so. Just yeah. Another notch in the con direction i guess not yeah it, anyway so well i like fan of the opera but um <laughs> the big question yeah and i think i know the answer <laughs> and i probably have the same answer as you but yeah. would you recommend the movie sure yeah i would everybody should watch it <laughs> should run it on amazon and then cut it up into three unexpected. or four viewings <laughs> yes and then fast forward every time. Mm-hmm. No, I would not recommend this. Not now, not ever. Yeah. Uh it's it's a terrible movie. It's disgusting and it's there's so many other movies that are so much more worth watching to yes. get the same stimulation. And I don't mean like a sexual. I just mean like to watch a thriller right. or a creepy movie. There's so many other movies that do watch it better. The ring. There watch you go. the ring. There sure. You go. Yeah, you know, so no, I would not recommend it um would you recommend it hell fucking no <laughs> no i have already unrecommended it to people like really oh yeah i've been like i just saw a terrible movie do not watch this oh. movie so um See, yeah if i said that to you i feel like you'd be like well i'm watching it per our conversation last week yes i do do that <laughs> so i think in this Frequently. movie in this movie's case if you have a friend listeners out there if you have a friendship like lauren and mine I want you to tell all of your friends to watch this movie because then they won't. Don't tell them not to because then they will. And you will be at fault for that. Yeah. So many times. So many times. (laughs) So you guys can follow us on Instagram at Watchers and Movies or Facebook at Watchers and Movies. If you have a recommendation, you can do a couple of things. You can either DM us on social media. You can also email us at watchersandmovies at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website. That's watchersandmovies.weebly.com. And thank you so much to Mike for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42 His name is Mike Myers. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. And that's it. Bye-bye. Bye.